0: of my King I can hear His heartbeat beckoning In my darkness He has set me free Now I hear the Spirit calling me He's calling Wake up child It's your turn to shine You were born for such a time as this He's calling Wake up child It's your turn to shine You were born for such a time as this Such a time as this And I can hear a holy rumbling I've begun to preach another King Loosing chains and breaking down the wall I want to hear the Father when He calls He's calling, wake up child It's your turn to shine You were born for such a time as this He's calling, wake up child It's your turn to shine
1: Sure!
2: Begin our narrative from the New Testament. Our reading today comes from the book of 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 22. Uh, here's an overview of some of what we'll be reading about today. It was important for Timothy to preach the good news so that the Christian faith could spread throughout the world. We believe in Christ today because people like Timothy were faithful to their mission. You know, it's still vitally important for believers to spread the good news. Half the people who have ever lived are alive today, and most of them do not know Christ. You know, he's coming soon, and he wants to find his faithful believers ready for him. It may be inconvenient to take a stand for Christ or to tell others about his love, but preaching the word of God is the most important responsibility the church and its members have been given. So be prepared for, courageous in, and sensitive to God-given opportunities to tell the good news. We should always be ready to serve God in any situation, whether or not it's convenient. Be sensitive to the opportunities that God gives. Well, Paul told Timothy to correct, rebuke, and encourage. It's difficult to accept correction, to be told we have to change. But no matter how much the truth hurts, we must be willing to listen to it so we can more fully obey God. Many speakers, teachers, and writers talk about the pursuit of knowledge, But often they don't want knowledge, they want power. Such people won't listen to sound and wholesome teaching. Instead, they reject the truth and chase after myths. And you can see this everywhere, from liberal churches to university campuses, people claiming to have a bit more enlightenment than what the uh, dusty Bible has to say. People claiming to improve on God's words. Such people have several things in common. Number one, they do not tolerate the truth. They have no interest or respect for absolute truth or any standard for judgment that moderates behavior. Uh, Number two, they reject truth for sensationalism. They want truth that uh, fits their situation and makes sense for them. What they feel, what works for them, what seems compelling, well, that is their truth and they claim an absolute right to it. No one should even attempt to uh, tell them differently. And number three, they gather viewpoints to suit their selfish desires. Although they profess objectivity, their only defense for their viewpoints is that those viewpoints suit their desires. Well Such teachers have a following because they're telling people whatever their itching ears want to hear. These people are following myths. Be careful. False teaching can be found in many places, even inside the doors of some churches. Like Timothy, you must keep a clear mind in every situation and seek God's word for the truth. All right, now let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. October 25th, the New Testament, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 22. I, Paul, solemnly urge you, Timothy, in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he appears to set up his kingdom, preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires, and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation— Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news, and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. As for me, my life has already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. And I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me. The crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. Timothy, please come as soon as you can. Demas has deserted me because he loves the things of this life and has gone to Thessalonica. Chrysens has gone to Galatia and Titus has gone to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Bring Mark with you when you come for he will be helpful to me in my ministry. I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, be sure to bring the coat I left with Carpus at Troas. Also bring my books, and especially my papers. Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm, but the Lord will judge him for what he has done. Be careful of him, for he fought against everything we said. The first time I was brought before the judge, no one came with me. Everyone abandoned me. May it not be counted against them. But the Lord stood with me and gave me strength, so that I might preach the good news in its entirety for all the Gentiles to hear. And He rescued me from certain death. Yes, and the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack, and will bring me safely into His heavenly kingdom. All glory to God forever and ever. Amen. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila, And those living in the household of Onisiphorus, Erastus stayed at Corinth, and I left Trothemus sick at Miletus. Do your best to get here before winter. Eubulus sends you greetings, and so do Pudens, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. May the Lord be with your spirit, and may His grace be with all of you. Psalm 95, verse 1 through chapter 96, verse 13. Songs, shouts, gratitude, and praise erupted from those gathered to worship the Lord. While there are certainly many examples of stillness and silence in God's presence taught and illustrated in Scripture, there are equally as many examples of raucous worship. Both the peaceful silence and enthusiastic praise are appropriate expressions of worship to our great God. We'll read about a hardened heart here in this psalm today. The fact that it's as useless as a hardened lump of clay or a hardened loaf of bread. Who wants to eat that? Nothing can restore it and make it useful. The writer of this psalm warns against hardening our hearts as Israel did in the wilderness by continuing to resist God's will. Now, the Israelites have been so convinced that God couldn't deliver them that they simply lost their faith in Him. When people become so stubbornly set in their ways that their hearts are hardened, they find it impossible to turn to God. This does not happen all at once. It's kind of like a slow fade. It's the result of a series of choices to disregard God's will. If you resist God long enough, God may toss you aside like hardened bread, useless and worthless. We'll read about the place called Meribah. It means arguing arguing. And uh, masa it means testing. These refer to the incident at Rephidim when the Israelites complained to Moses because they had no water. What keeps us from God's ultimate blessings, entering His place of rest? Well, ungrateful hearts, not worshiping or submitting to Him, hardening our hearts, trying God's patience because of stubborn doubts. The psalm writer sings out his praises to God, overwhelmed by all that God has done. Psalm 95, verse 1, to chapter 96, verse 13. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to Him with thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to Him. For the Lord is a great God, a great King above all gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the mightiest mountains. The sea belongs to Him, for He made it. His hands formed the dry land too. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God. We're the people He watches over, the flock under His care. If only you would listen to His voice today. The Lord says, Don't harden your hearts as Israel did at Meribah, as they did at Mazah in the wilderness. For there your ancestors tested and tried my patience even though they saw everything I did. For forty years I was angry with them, and I said, They are a people whose hearts turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. So in my anger I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Praise His name. Each day proclaim the good news that He saves. Publish His glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things He does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. The gods of other nations are mere idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty surround Him. Strength and beauty fill His sanctuary. O nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory He deserves. Bring your offering and come into His courts. Worship the Lord in all His holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before Him. Tell all the nations, the Lord reigns. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. He will judge all peoples fairly. Let the heavens be glad. And the earth rejoice. Let the sea and everything in it shout his praise. Let the fields and their crops burst out with joy. Let the trees of the forest rustle with praise before the Lord, for he is coming. He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with his truth. Proverbs chapter 26, verses 9 through 12. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is like a thorny branch brandished by a drunk. An employer who hires a fool or a bystander is like an archer who shoots at random. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. There is more hope for fools than for people who think they are wise. Oh, oh,
1: Happy moon, we will trust in you.